Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You guys asked. I delivered. Carrington's here in the studio. Welcome to Popcorn Talk. Featuring movie discussion, news, and Oh, yeah, we get disco lights today. All right. Welcome to The Point with Kristen Burt. I am so excited about today's show. And if you guys don't think I take your suggestions seriously, I do. And I want you guys to know that this honestly came in via a DM. And that's why Carrington Payne is here today. Hey! Welcome! Thank you. I'm so excited you are here. And I, you don't know this because I didn't tell you this story. But um, there is um, a viewer of To The Point, Carrie. She was like... And I'm going to see how far back. This goes back to November 3rd, 2017. She's like, I want Carrington on the show. I did start searching for you a little bit. And, you know, it's just one of those things. You know, sometimes it's easy to get people and get in contact. Otherwise, it's not. Totally. And then Carrie came back to me um, on April 19th. And she sent me the YouTube video. And so she's it worked like, out. Yeah. She's like, here's Carrington. And find she's her. like, she's like, find her. Uh, but she was just very moved by your story, and I was like, I'm on it. So I got in contact with you, um, and I'm, within a couple of days, we kind of had this all set up. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for having me. I am so happy you are here. Uh, you know, you have a lot of fans, and I, I, I'm just I'm pointing out one because Carrie was kind of instrumental in me getting you here. Thanks, Carrie. But yes, and but I want you to know that I have heard from more than 10, more than 25, like probably 50 or more requesting that you come on the show That's so going sweet. back to last summer. So, well, I'm very excited. Yes. And yes. thank you for all those people. Yes, I mean, <laughs> people love you and we are glad you're here. We're so happy that you're you're sharing your story because I think it's an important one to to talk about. Um, but we'll just talk your dance story and everything else because I think that there's there's, you know, everyone has a journey and it's it's so amazing where everyone goes and what path they take and then you know sometimes yes. we go left sometimes we go right but you know yep. what mm-hmm. it's all a part of our story that's very which is true incredible that's very true. but you're a local you're a california kid i sure am cali girl all the way oc your belinda placentia shout out what's up i love it yeah. so were you a kid that was like at the studio like as a baby like two three years old or did you just yes. start later i was that kid that like mom put in the studio at two years old which I'm not even sure how a two-year-old takes a class. Creative <laughs> movement, they usually call it. Right. And they give you, like, silks. And oh, you- yeah, like, roll out the mat, and you just run across and put on your tap shoes, and then ballet time, and then there's Carrington running around, not paying attention. <laughs> Every five but, minutes, a new activity. Yes. <laughs> Still have that footage. But, yeah, and I just never, like, stopped going because I loved it so much. So I grew up dancing and went to a couple studios, competitive um, was on dance team and then graduated high school and tried out for So You Think You Can Dance. dance, dance. Did you know growing up, I mean, because a lot of kids do the competitive track and then don't necessarily do a professional career. Did you have your eyes set on a professional career or were you like, So You Think was the starting point of yeah, that? Yeah, no. That, I did not even think that like that was like a career opportunity for me. Um, I was playing soccer. I was going to school. I was like, I need to go to college. 
And then my mom and I were, like, kind of talking about, oh, there's, like, auditions for this show. And I'm like, well, that's cool. But, like, after that, like, I didn't think there was a career path for dancers, or Mm -hmm. at least for me. I didn't think I was super talented enough to, like, have that, like, be a thing. So I'm, like, laughing at you, (laughs) not because, like, but it's just one of those things. I'm like, you you are on one of those most memorable seasons of So You Think, too. I mean, season four is kind of, like, held in still high esteem. You know know, that. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. So, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't think that that was a thing for me. Um, But when I did audition, and that just, like, kept getting, like, bigger and this and that and everything was like coming to me I was just like oh my gosh wait maybe I can do this as a job yeah and and yeah and it it really has set the path for so many people in this industry which is incredible but for sure I want to know because you go back to like some of the early seasons and you're like everything was still so new for everyone you know there wasn't this like I'm going on tour and I'm doing this and this is what's happening when you got to Vegas week because I just came from academy week and just saw the group of, of everyone auditioning they're so savvy. I mean, I knew half the names. <laughs> I, they all have like 800,000 followers oh, on Instagram. Yes, it's yes. so much different. We're going back to like the wild, wild west where before, before like, I feel like Facebook just became a thing. Yeah. I think we were on MySpace. At that <laughs> yeah, totally. Absolutely. And nobody was doing anything really with MySpace. Right. It, they weren't using it as like a network. Now like YouTube's like this big thing and dancers, you know, taking a class nowadays is like pretty much an audition in itself. It's a production. Like you have to put on makeup and actually like look cute. <laughs> like what happened to like wearing sweats? <laughs> I know my hair like just in a knot. It's yeah. So different. So it's very, very different nowadays. Um, so when you were at Vegas week, did you know going in, like, were you really confident? Did you know that sometimes people go in like, I have my eye on the prize and I knew and other times people were like, I just was trying to make it through the day. Yes. I, at first, cause I got like the ticket to Vegas, like right away. I didn't have to like go through that. So I was like, Oh, like maybe like I, I do fit in. Like maybe I'm okay. I'm good enough for this. And then you get to Vegas and all that's crushed. You're just like, oh my gosh, like what am I doing There's 100 here? amazing dancers here. Yeah, no sleep, sore, sweating every day, just freaking out. You, you just don't know what, you know, what they're looking for. And you know everyone in that room is like good enough, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you don't know what they want. You don't know if you're good enough. I was just 18. I was just like, there's no way. There's yeah, you were no a way. baby. Yeah. So when you get to Green Mile and you're like, okay, I'm in the mix. Oh yeah, no. I I for sure thought it was going to be the no. So sorry. Next try out next year. Yeah, try for season five. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my reaction was like I don't even remember what I said, but I definitely didn't believe what they were telling me. Wow. Yeah, but it was crazy. It was a surreal feeling because then you go back and you're like, oh my god, my life's about to change. I think cool. <laughs> it does. I yeah. mean, it really does. Yeah. Even though the show is not in its heyday the way it once was, I have to say, even with season 14, you just see everyone's career change. They can't like necessarily walk down the street as as easily as they used to. I mean, when you guys were doing it, it, you guys were like rock stars. Well, we felt like it, like all the fans (laughs) in the audience during all the tapings and everything, just that alone. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like you know, so much love and support from everybody, even though it was a competition. And it totally helped that the group that I was with, we all were like such a tight knit family. It mm-hmm. wasn't like competitive between us, like personally. Um, it was just like awesome. So if I, if it even like ended there, I would have been like so happy. But then the tour and every, it was just like, wow. You guys had stadium level tours. Like that's the thing. Yes. They do really nice theaters now, but you guys were doing 
big venues. Yes. Thousands, thousands. Crazy. It would be like heart stopping, like walking out on that stage and not even like just seeing all like the people and lights. And it was just insane. Did you know how special your cast was while you were in it or not until you actually left it? Um, I, I feel like we knew we were special, like going through it and we always like, especially like Will and Twitch, like they always were like, you guys like be in the moment, like every, every week, like don't forget this feeling. Like this is such like an incredible thing and we can make such an incredible impact in like our energy and our friendship and everything. Our talent is just so amazing. So let's like keep that going. Um, but then afterwards it was even more of like, I, I feel like our season was super, super special. Yeah, I I think I do. No, I think you should wear that badge loud and proud because honestly, like to me, four, ten, and fourteen are kind of like those are good ones. Those are the benchmarks that I really look at. I know for a lot of people, seven comes up. Like there's other ones, like eight. There's there's certain ones that are special to other people too. But I was like, I don't know if anyone can touch four. Sometimes I'm just like, I know. And you were partnered with Twitch. Twitchington. Love you guys him. remember that? I know. <laughs> that your it's team name. so crazy. That, like, that, he totally came up with that, like, out of nowhere. And then it totally stuck with everybody. It was crazy. I know. And just to, just to think all of you guys are still out there and just um, in the game in some way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. I think is incredible. It's really an incredible tribute and legacy to what you guys did. I'm very proud of everybody. It's amazing. Do you have a, a particular moment or particular dance in that season that really stands out to you? Um... There's a couple. I mean, I feel like when everybody like talks to me about like their favorite, it was like the Viennese Waltz with yes. Twitch. And that was just so special. Just like the story behind it. Um, the song, like our connection and him being this hip hop dancer and like having those beautiful lines. I was just like, I was just telling my boyfriend the other day, like, oh, it's like, look how beautiful he looks. I'm so proud of him. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I thought, I guess that was like, a good one. Yeah. A special one. There's always ones that fans are like, I like this yeah. one or I remember this one so much. And, yeah. You know, think about it. We're we're moving into season 15 and people still remember dances from season four. I know. It's so weird. That's so cool. I know. It's crazy. Um, I always like to ask this question too, because especially where you guys had such a large tour, coming off of tour, um, I know there's always a little bit of a letdown of everyone because you've been a rock star and now you're expected to just go back and audition yes. and find a job. Yes. Um, I remember we had like this big like meeting when it was getting like towards the end of tour and it was like, you're going to go in, agencies are going to want you, you're going to start doing all this and you're going to get the, oh, you were on So You Think You Could Dance, come on in. Or, oh, you were on So You Think You Could Dance, see you later. (laughs) Yeah. So no one really knew like what was going to happen and we were all on our own. People were moving to LA for the first time Mm -hmm. and it was like a whirlwind of like craziness for sure. And then I got the movie Fame right off, like right off a tour. With Marguerite Derricks. No big deal. <laughs> Jeez. I was like, did you, um, did they just call you in for like a general audition or did you go in specifically for the role that you played? I went in specifically for the role that I played. Um, I think they were looking more for a dancer that could act rather than an actress that who had some my, movement training. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so I went in and I had a couple callbacks and I worked with like a coach, an acting coach beforehand. Um and I was on tour when I got the call that 
I was going to be in this movie and they like sent me the script. So I'd be like up on the bus, like trying to like memorize my lines and like, and then I get back and they're already in pre-production and I missed a little bit because I was still on tour. Yep. So I was super nervous because I was like, all these people know what they're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, Were what's you stepping happen? into some of the dance rehearsals and stuff that had already been oh, going yeah. on? Oh yeah. Marguerite already had like a week of rehearsals with the <sighs> girls and I was like, Okay, first of all, it's already Marguerite Derricks. There's professional dancers that are dancing with me that have been in this industry already dancing. Um, like, I knew, obviously, I could, like, keep up. But still, it was very, like, intimidating. Super intimidating. Yes. And you're very young still. You're not <laughs> yeah. You're not 25 where you can have, like, you can get a little grip on this a yes. little bit. You're still a baby. Still a baby. Like, didn't really know the whole, like, drive to L.A. thing yet. I think my grandma was driving me to the rehearsals because I was, like, so nervous. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and it's such um, a great memory though oh my god like totally. here's your snack bag honey oh, it's exactly how it was it's exactly <laughs> how it was um so yeah so then i have to go in all these dancers already know the choreography and i just have to like put on this like oh i got this it's fine even though i was like is yeah and this town is full of like we all got this we're all super <laughs> confident yeah. and inside we're all like i'm dying mm-hmm. i don't feel like i belong yep I yep. can't do this. Yep. Isn't it crazy? Absolutely. We're all just faking it. Oh, yes. Even to like where I was auditioning years and years later, still walking into auditions, like having that, like, I'm like, I, you know, don't be so nervous, Carrington. Like, you've got this. Like, you've been doing this for, like for your entire life. Yes. And, but still having that, like, oh my God. Yes. The self doubt that we, that we do to ourselves is crazy. Yeah. Um, I was looking high and low for this footage. I could not find it, but I did interview you at the fame premiere. No, you didn't. Yes. And it was, you know, it's super funny. It was at the start of my red carpet career. Oh my God. Yes. It was so long ago. But the outlet that I don't, that I worked for at the time doesn't exist anymore. So it's just like, I can't find the footage. It's oh, gone. Oh man. Could you that imagine? That would have been amazing. <laughs> it would be so amazing. So oh, I was like, God. tactically, this is not the first time we have met. Oh my God. That's I know. really exciting. So this is our, you know, what, that was 2009, I think. Yes. That, oh my God. so long ago. I know. So it's our, Crazy. it's like our friend anniversary. It is. <laughs> Oh my friends, God. but like it's our meetiversary. Well, if you ever find that footage, send it to me. I am gonna send it to you because yeah. it would be amazing. Yes. That that would be really, really funny I know. I know. I do remember that red carpet too, because it really was it was probably my like second or third red carpet that I'd ever done. It was done like a, an event. Yes. Like they did the show and the it was events. a whole razzmatazz like, going yeah, on. It was a lot. <laughs> when Okay, so when you after you come off of fame, because you've you've gone from so you think the tour to fame, again, are you like looking for momentum, or is there a lot like, did you I, have I, a job right away, or were you because you've you've had a lot of success in this industry? Yes, I've I've been very lucky, um, but at the same time, it was like, okay, so you did this, and then you got that right after that, so now you have to like keep that up. Like, if you don't, like, what's going to happen? Or, like, what what are people going to say? Or, you know, it was I'm just, never going to work again in this town. Totally. Um, I don't even remember. I think I just started doing, um, I think I did, like, a music video here and there. Mm-hmm. I did, like, oh, I did Glee. Oh, yeah. Um, that's good. So that, like, started doing, like, TV shows or stuff like that. Um, and then, so after the acting part, I did more, like, the dancing stuff. Um, and then it was like a couple years later, I think that's when I did like Katy Perry and um, I did a little bit of a tour with her. What's it like working with Katy? We've had a couple of people that have done various tours with her. I love her. She's, she's so good. So She's so rad. She's like 
hands down like the best boss ever. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. What makes her the best boss? She's so authentic and like so herself in every which way. <laughs> like yeah. whether we're in rehearsals or right before we go on. Um, she's just I mean, you you can see she's goofy, she's silly, she's authentic, she's awesome. She's just a really cool girl. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love that. And I heard she really cares about her dancers, too. Like, she's yes. very protective of them and yes. make sure you guys are taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, she definitely is, which is – it makes you feel good because then it makes you feel, like, even more special. You're like, I'm already, like, dancing for Katy Perry, but then, like, Katy Perry makes you feel special. Like, that's cool. That's You're like, I cool. like that. I know. I think Brit Stewart did the Prismatic World Tour, and she's like, it's hard to come home after that, too, because she's like, we're on a private plane, and we were going to Europe, and then we are going to like, <laughs> hey, Asia. <laughs> and then you're like, I'm back in L.A. in my oh. one-bedroom apartment <laughs> with four other roommates. <laughs> you're like, oh, that's great. This yeah. is awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> totally. Totally know that feeling. But, um, yeah, then after Katy Perry, um, I started doing – acting a little bit more and mm-hmm. some more movies still dancing in some of the movies um but then i did like brave town um which was like more serious and i was working with like more serious like actors and uh laura dern josh Jumel, like people that i was great. like oh my god i don't have a hard time yeah, respect yeah laura dern's yeah. an incredible actress oh my god she's Oh, amazing. She's amazing. When when did the Pussycat Dolls thing? Cause they, oh, they, yeah. yeah. Let's Can we talk about this? Oh, my God. Okay, because we had the Pussycat Dolls, and then a bunch of people left, and then they announced new Pussycat Dolls. Okay. Well, this is, like, how I explain it. If, like, the Backstreet Boys or, like, NSYNC were, like, oh, we're coming back with, you know, Justin Timberlake, but all new other members. Yeah. Like, the fans are going to hate that. <laughs> like, ew, no. Like, no one wants to see that. So I could totally, like... That's why it didn't take off. It it wasn't yeah. the real Pussycat Dolls, you know. And, and Nicole the, was a part of it, but that that was it. Yeah, and that was it was just her, and then you the guys. Hey. And you're like, I'm we're back here. I know you have no idea who I am, but really like me. Did you guys wind up doing a lot, or did just kind of like a couple of events, and then it just kind of fizzled? That's exactly what it was. <laughs> okay. You know, and it's it's funny. The internet just has the big announcement and the big launch, and then there's like a couple photos, yes. and then and we took the private jet to at the event, so we were like, oh, we're like, oh, oh we're so cool right now. Like, we're the I'm Pussycat Dolls, dead. and then nope, eject bye. And then that was it. yeah, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Because it, it really, I was like googling. I was like, what happened to the new Pussycat Dolls? What? How, how did this? You can't <laughs> find an answer. Yeah, Google now, doesn't have the answer. Now it's just. Dis- Disappeared. It's disappeared. <laughs> it just doesn't yeah. have an answer. So mm-hmm. I was like, we we now have the final answer. So thank you. Yeah. Oh <laughs> we don't God. have to go to Google. We just yes. No. We'll just final refer to this right tape. here. Right here. <laughs> it's it's a good thing for your resume though. Like I was a pussycat doll for, for five seconds. A hot minute. <laughs> Check me out. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean it was fun what we did for five seconds. Yeah, so, you know yeah. it's it's good bragging, right? Yeah, you got to work with Nicole. It's yeah, good. and she's she was cool. She yeah. was awesome. She's a great dancer herself, yeah. and so. she's a super talented singer. Super yeah. talented. Yeah. So here's what, here, and I'm sure everyone has kind of this question: where, you know, where did things start feeling uncomfortable for you? Because I think that's where people we all start self doubting, and we all sort mm-hmm. of cope and deal with things in different ways. Do you know, do you, was there a catalyst? Was it a slow thing that kind of creeped up on you or did it just... It definitely um, creeped up on me because <clears throat> if you would have like asked me at the time that like I started drugs or turned into turned to that, mm-hmm. um, 
I was working a lot. Um, I had my own place. I was paying my own bills. I was comfortable financially. Um, loving life. Things were good. Things were good. What like on the outside or what everyone on thinks. On the surface. Yes. And if you were on Instagram, it's going to be like, here I am on my balcony. Like, here is my new car. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah. Totally. Looking great. Yeah. So I wouldn't say like I was like super, super depressed or that I knew that I was because mm-hmm. I feel like depression like comes – It sneaks up on you. Yes. And even when you think like you're the happiest or that everything's okay, like that is like a sign that – things might not be okay. Yep. So um, that was something I obviously learned, but... We all learned it. Don't yeah. worry. <laughs> you're, not, you're not alone. I, you know what? Honestly, I had, I had a friend pass away and I'm going back uh, about 10 years, but I... And then I went... About six months later, I went on a trip to China for a month with my cousins and I was like so alive again and I was like, oh my gosh, I was just was depressed for six months and didn't even know it mm-hmm. and just going through the motions uh-huh. and it took me going all the way to Asia to have, realize that I was like, I yeah. everything smells good and everything was vibrant. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. That's what it is. Yeah. It's crazy. It's very, very, very surreal. Yeah. So, um, so then when that did come into play, I wasn't really using it as a, what I thought was a coping mechanism. Um, but then later, like on down the line, realizing that, oh, like, if I don't do this, I'm really annoyed. I'm really like mm. ticked off at everybody. I, you know what I mean? It was yeah. like coming in like that way. Um, Does it start? I'm just throwing this out there because I, I just think like for a lot of us, like you go to college, you start drinking a lot just because you're out of your parents' house. Right, like, right, right. What, did it kind of start that path? Like, oh, go out and have a couple drinks with friends, or was it? I mean, I feel like everybody's different, yeah. And especially like when I would like went to rehab and everything, like I kind of like learned a lot about, you know, addiction and addicts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, but I wasn't. I mean, definitely like when I turned twenty one, like I'm sure I went out just as much yeah. as anybody else did, you know. But like I wasn't. There was no like gateway, the gateway drug, drug they always for talk me. about. Yeah, no, there, there, there was like, it. It starts with a little bit of weed. weed. And then yeah, it- <laughs> totally. And I, and I don't even like weed. So, but yeah, it, that's why I felt like it totally snuck up on me because I was not educated in any of that. Like, sure. I wasn't like the partier partier as like anybody would see. I felt like I was very normal, very like Going everybody out, else, working, paying the bills, yes. doing what you're supposed yes. to. Um, had my friends, had my family, did this, did that. And then all of a sudden it was just like crash, boom, what happened? Is there addiction in your family? Yeah. But nothing super close to you? I mean... Yes, kind of. Yeah. Sometimes that that plays in, sometimes it doesn't. Right. No, I think, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. But I think it goes back like more on like my dad's side. Yeah. I, I have it on both sides of my family. I don't have it in my immediate family, but my mother grew up in a household with an alcoholic and she was always like yeah and pay attention can... to what your date drinks yeah. what you're drinking because that's I'm all, very smart so, you know, it's the best advice because she was like you are comfortable around heavy drinkers because uh-huh. you go to family parties and people are drinking uh-huh. a lot she's like and so you you go with what you know you go with mm-hmm. what you're comfortable with and mm-hmm. so make sure your date is not a heavy drinker because in the long run it could cause problems that's very smart yeah my husband and i are very light drinkers that's good. That, that's that a thing yeah but it, I, you know i didn't listen to all of her dating advice because i probably <laughs> wouldn't have dated so many frogs but <laughs> but that one always right. stuck in my head that's i don't good. know so that's good. but I, so i always ask the just because i know from my own family I, 
I didn't really realize that until after. So none of that was brought up to me. Of course, yeah. I don't know if it would have changed anything. Probably no. not. We but, all, yeah, we all yeah. do what we're going to do. Anyway. Exactly. Yep. Totally. So, and what can I, can I ask? What was the drug that really got into a lot of trouble? You can ask because I'm sure I wasn't going to talk about it in like my video. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it was very, it's very heavy, and it's obviously not like weed <laughs> or like right. anything like that. Um, it started with opiates. Mm-hmm. And then I think this is important that you actually say this. Yes. We're in an opioid crisis here in the United States. Epidemic. Yeah. Major. And then as people know, it turns to heroin. Yeah. So yes, heroin and sometimes that led to meth as well. Wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. and this <clears> is, <throat> I, I think that this is so important that you're talking about this because people have an idea and you know this because mm-hmm. you're like, you're right here before me. You're beautiful. Oh, you. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, and I know, but I'm going to tell you that you are beautiful. Her boyfriend's right over here, and he's like, "Yes." <laughs> and I, we all love seeing your smile. You got a great smile, and Thank you. so no one thinks that this gorgeous person <laughs> is ever going to be like. I tried meth. I tried heroin or anything else like that. And I didn't think I was going to be that person. Of course not. Of course, of course you didn't. <laughs> yeah. of, you don't. We we don't. We don't ever think that any right. of us. So it's not like you. It's all of us. Right. And I think with the opioid crisis, it can happen to anybody mm-hmm. and it can lead you down a similar path because mm-hmm. this is, you know, doctors are prescribing drugs and then it's like, yes, yes, yes. Did, did, were you prescribed any of these drugs for an injury or anything else? I'm um, prior. Yes. Um, but when I actually got started, it was other people that had it, and I didn't really know what was going right. on. Yeah, and it's it that, and I didn't even know that opiates were so addicting. Yeah, I didn't. I don't think anybody really gets that, and like the physical part, like obviously for the coping part and all of that, but like the actual physical dependency that is like that comes with it is insane. Yeah, like yeah. one's not enough, two's not enough. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And if you have nothing, you feel sicker than a dog. Like it's <sighs> it's a crazy feeling. It's it's very very strange. That's amazing. When did you know that you were in trouble? Was there a moment that you knew you were in trouble or was it just like it was a slippery slope and it just It was a slippery slope, but it also was like I got this. I can get clean whenever I want to get clean. Yes. It's my decision. No one's going to tell me what to do. I'm not going to rehab. I can get clean on my own. It's fine. So there was like the first like six months to a year. That's like when I realized maybe I have a problem, but I can take care of it and I can handle myself. Did you have any family or friends saying? "Mm." Yes. That's when family got involved. Okay. Was like a year into it. Um but that's like when the, like the defense comes up and you're yes. like, I'm fine. I don't have a problem. <laughs> you're the problem. Um, but we don't like to take ownership sometimes. No. It takes us a long time. Right. Yes. Oh my. Yes. 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 It's not. It's, it's like it, and even little things in life sometimes. Exactly. You're like, Why didn't I just take ownership of that? Exactly. That That's all learning experience as you get older mm-hmm. as well. Um, but so once family found out so when I said in my video that like I was struggling over five or six year period there would be times that I tried to get clean Mm -hmm. I would go to like a pain management doctor to get put on 
something else that would help me with withdrawals, but I was still dependent on this other thing. Oh, boy. So it was like this tug back and forth, and then I'd be on that for a while, and then I could, you know, go film a movie, or I could go do other jobs. Um, So you really were working through all of this for, for like, the first three, four years of it? Yeah. Yeah. I was a functioning yes addict. Absolutely. And so no one even on set probably knew? I In general? I mean, people might say now, like, oh, I could tell. But at the time, I don't no think so. No one was approaching you like, eh, yeah, like, yeah, be no. cool it, you know, the yeah. director noticed something. Yeah, yeah none no. of that. Yeah, no. It was mm. very, very wow. weird. So yeah, so I was struggling with that and then being like, well, if I have to depend on something else anyways, why not just do like what I've been wanting to do this whole time? We bargain with ourselves. All the time. <laughs> so yeah, it was just like a process and years and years until I literally had to hit personal rock bottom and did you lose your apartment or move out of your apartment like where because yeah like when i started like spending more money on my addiction than you know worrying about like what bills i needed to pay Mm -hmm. and stuff like that i just slowly was like okay well i can move out of my apartment i can move in my parents and (laughs) freeload off of them (laughs) Because that makes perfect sense, right? Because they're like, yeah, great. Yeah, (laughs) amazing. So um, it just slowly started turning, you know, I would lose the apartment, didn't have as much money, didn't really care about working as much, Mm -hmm. um, car got stolen, and then... You you said this in the video I watched, and I was like, (laughs) the car was stolen by a gang member? Yeah. Uh, In LA or in Orange County? Orange County. Orange County. Mm -hmm. In Fullerton. Wow. Was your car parked somewhere and it got stolen or were you like... Well, yeah, I was the idiot that got out and left my keys in the car oh. just because I stepped outside for like two seconds. And they took adv- the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So when you lose your car now, because this... this yeah. We, we live in an area, you know, it's not New York City where you can just hop on the subway. Right. It's not easy here to <laughs> yeah, get around. No. As you see, I was I was in a lift today and I was like, I can't <laughs> get, get to you. <laughs> I'm trying to get from Nigel to Carrington yes. and it's not working. Yes. <laughs> yes. It was, uh, it was interesting to say the least. Like I said in the video, like my world flipped upside down yet again. I didn't think it could get any worse. And it totally did. Did your parents kick you out of the house? Because sometimes tough love comes into play. Um, That's why I was living in my car in the first place. Tough love definitely had to come into play for me um, because I I don't know what I would be doing still if it didn't. You know, at at first I hated it and I was like, how could you do this to me? And Mm -hmm. that's, you know, how it goes. They had to survive for themselves because they're so worried about you. Yeah, my... The things I've put my poor mother through, like, I can't even imagine. And I love her dearly, and she's amazing, and Mm -hmm. she's been by my side with tough love and, you know, afterwards and everything. She's just She always loved you. Like, that's the thing. She always loved you through that whole thing. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, tough love came into play, got kicked out. Um, And then, but I was like, I'm so cool. I still have my car. It's like, idiot. Um, uh, what I mean, then you lose your car because that there is. We always feel at least protected because you can lock the doors and you've got a roof, a roof over, over my head. head. Uh huh. And I was warm. Um, I had all the all of my belongings in my car, mm-hmm. 
So I, I didn't really... Maybe that's why it had to happen, too, because I maybe didn't feel like I hit rock bottom yet. You had I lost everything. Right, exactly. Um, so, yeah, when that happened... And I remember I was barefoot when it happened. I didn't have my purse, oh, my phone, like anything. So I really was like, oh, my gosh. What do you do? I'm literally stranded. <laughs> like everything stripped from me. It was crazy. But yet it, it still took a little while for me to like be like, KK, like, are you going to live like this the rest of your life? Like, you know, you don't want to. You haven't been wanting to for the longest time, but mm-hmm. you just, like, haven't made that step. And, like, why can't you make that step? Um, So I'm so glad, so glad that I finally did. When you were homeless, mm-hmm. um, and again, face of homelessness, people, like, think about this. Have empathy towards people who are on the street because they might be in a similar situation to yeah. what you went through. I'm sure you encountered other young people. Other people who are in the same situation. Like I know people have their views on homeless people and addicts and all of that, but there are a lot of like great people out there that are in the exact same position I was. Mm-hmm. There's mental illness. There's addiction. There's... It's there's just like a wide variety of everything. There's some people that want to live off the grid, and they do. Yeah, there, there is that too, yeah. which well, is yes. amazing. Yes, that is actually yeah. amazing. Um, but <laughs> so yeah, it's it comes in all shapes and sizes. It does. And um, were you f- afraid of your safety out there every night? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, every, every night, every night for sure. How long was it when from when you lost your car, car got stolen, till when you're like okay. Probably a year. You spent a year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. So what was that light bulb or that message from wherever that was like, Carrington, this is enough? That, oh man. Well, for the last like three months, I would say, of myself being on the streets, um, my family, my mom, they were all trying to drive around, like, looking for me. Oh like, gosh. they would hear, like, you know, she's in this area. She's in that area. Yeah. And a couple of times, like, I did, my mom did find me. Um, and it was, you know. That breaks my heart. Just heartbreaking. Because I don't want my mom to see me like this. Of course. And And there was, like, almost, like, no words that we could, like, say to each other. It's just, like, that look of, like, come on. Like, this is enough. Like, this mm-hmm. is, you know, I love you. You need to, like, love yourself. Like, we need to, like, get you mm-hmm. home. Um, but she never, like, pushed. It was just, like, I love you. Like, whenever you're ready to come home, like, let's do this. Doors open. Yeah. Um, so I think after the last time I saw her, it wasn't much lo- I think it was, like, a couple weeks where I was just, like, I can't do this. And yet, even though there were some, like, sweet people out there who are in this similar situation mm-hmm. you know there are others that are even like deeper in their addiction or deeper in their illness and they're not very nice people mm-hmm. um and being around that constantly is like super scary and like getting frustrated and just like crying because like the people I was surrounding myself with is just like you just feel broken mm-hmm. and you just like break down and you're like, okay, I got to do it. I just, I need to go home. I need to go home. I need it's to go to rehab. Big, I need to get clean. Scary step. Yes. And you did it, which is so brave. Thank you. It really is. Thank and you. I think that that's 
that first step and you've resisted for so long, but you know, when you take that, you're like, you probably felt like you could take a deep breath again. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it was still really scary. Yeah. Cause like I said in the video, it was, I got to like a comfortable point mm-hmm. on the streets. Um, but so yeah, it was like a fight between like comfortability and okay, I can breathe again. I can live life again. It's amazing. And it's like the two fight each other a little bit in some yes. weird way. Oh, yes. Absolutely. It's just amazing. You're coming up on a year sober? Yes. <gasps> yes. A couple weeks away? Yes. I yes. hope that there is a celebration ahead. Yes, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Absolutely. My mom, like, is, like, on my 100 days, like, sober, she would, like, send everybody a text and everyone texted me, like, mm. happy 100 days. And so I definitely have a great family and friends support system um, behind me. So I'm sure they'll do something crazy. I love that. When you have a hard day, because this is a daily battle, mm-hmm. what what do you do to keep yourself positive, keep yourself focused, keep that sobriety going? Yes. Um, well, I have this amazing boyfriend. He's here. <laughs> He's here. Um, he is amazing. It's awesome to be with somebody like him who has been there every step of the way with me mm-hmm. um knows my ups and downs knows my entire story and still loves me for me um so i have him as one of my rocks i have my family who's amazing mm-hmm. they've been there for me every step of the way um and just trying to live life for what i want and what i feel like i've been wanting my entire life like Yes, dance and acting and all that is like amazing and everything, but I need to do the things that I want to do to make me happy and that it's okay if I'm not in the spotlight like 24-7 and it's okay if I'm not going to be, you know, this Oscar award winning actress and I have to like have that pressure like off of me and just know like it's going to be okay. Did you start feeling, and this is kind of interesting because I I had this own feeling in my career when I was younger. I felt like I was starting to dance for other people because Mm -hmm. my parents had paid for lessons. Yes. (laughs) And then NYU had paid for my college tuition, which is fantastic. But I got to the point where I was like, I am really tapped out. I feel burned out, Mm -hmm. um, uninspired, Mm -hmm. and I needed to go in another direction and a door opens where I, I mean, it's just crazy. I hosted a children's dance video and had like hokey pokey and electric side, but I was like, Oh my gosh, I need to run through this door and come on this side. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wound up covering dance. So I did come full circle, which is awesome. But finally doing something for myself was like, right. Oh my gosh. The weight is off of me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because I was going to audition sometimes and I was like, I'm so, I don't care. I don't care anymore. I don't care. (laughs) I'm so tired of being like, you know, you go to a Disney audition and they're like, okay, we're going to keep all the brunettes today. And you're like, well, why did I even come here? Why exactly. did you just say we're, we need a brunette? <laughs> <laughs> totally, totally. And I'm not saying I'm old, but, you know, I just turned 28 and the things that I want in life are just a little bit different. What, than- are, what do you want? We want to hear what your like next goals are. This you guys really want to know. We do want to okay. know. Tell us the scoop. Well, I... I like can't wait to like start a family mm-hmm. and I want to be a mom and I love dance. Um, I love teaching dance. Good. Um, so anything involved with like that would be amazing. Just would you perfect. maybe like go and doing some of the convention circuit because there's so many teaching opportunities there or would you rather like kind of stay local 
Oh, there's I've, so many studios here, which are amazing. I've traveled a lot um, to different studios and different conventions, and I've taught, and I've loved every single one of them. Um, and it's not like traveling so crazy, like hours or days or anything that mm-hmm. it would be like overwhelming. So anything like that would be amazing. People, I'm just saying. <laughs> I know we're wrapping up the convention season, but we're hiring for the fall, right? Right, right. Look who's sitting right. next to me? <laughs> so, well, I'm happy to hear that. Like, sort of dance is a part of your life because sometimes you have to just put it away and and not do it. Because sometimes for some people, it's a trigger, or you know, or right. So yeah, like the stress of it. And like doing like the everyday, just don't go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Do I have a job? That is a little much, but dancing has been such a big part of my life, my entire life. I need to dance somehow. Okay. I love moving. I love dancing. I love teaching, like all of it. So it needs to be a part of me like a little bit. This is going to make a lot of fans happy. Just to know that you're like still in it. You know what I mean? So in it. So we're totally living for you, but (laughs) thank you. Um, Have you, you know, since uh, what made your decision to really talk about this publicly? Because that also another big, brave decision because you're putting yourself out there. You're opening yourself up to criticism. Although I think most people are probably very supportive. The support has been amazing. I will say that. Um, I'm very, very thankful for all of your love and support out there. But there are some things that have been said or some people that, you know, just rumors start. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just kind of wanted to clear that. And I wanted to, if you're going to talk about it or if you're going to, you know, wonder where I've been and like go and gossip in everybody's ear. Here's the story. Here's the story. And I'm going to tell it to you. Um, That's kind of like what I wanted to do. And I wanted to reach it back out to my fans because I did. I was getting some messages and I did feel like disconnected and I didn't want to be completely disconnected. Mm -hmm. Um, I just didn't know what that was yet. Mm -hmm. So I felt like a channel on YouTube was like the perfect way to connect with my fans again and tell my story and control the message a little bit just be like yes. this is what it is don't listen right to this here. it's right here it's not <laughs> totally. out here yeah yeah and you know what honestly be- being able to connect with them too if they do have a question they can just like put in the comments yes and if you feel like next video I'll answer this right. that type of thing and not that I have anything to like prove to anybody but just know that I I don't want people thinking that like, oh, she's a bad person for, you know, doing this or she went down the wrong path and now she's totally screwed and da 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 da. Like I also wanted to share the message of like this is happening around This is anybody's story. Yes. Anywhere, any town. Yeah. I don't care how much money you make. Yes. Take a look. It's happening in, you know, way like millionaires. It's happening to people in the middle class. It's happening every neighborhood. Right. Yeah. It's not Mm-hmm. Everyone is affected, and I yes. think, and we have no handle on this opioid crisis right now at all. Exactly, exactly. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. So I definitely want to do something to, you know, have awareness for all of that. Public speaking too might be a good one. Telling your story. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out to you because I'm like, you know, I was Thanks, like that might Kristen. be enough. You're welcome. I'm, I'm here to give you ideas. I'll I like DM it. it. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, so had some of the dancers that you've worked with in the past, have they reached out to you? So you think, uh, you know, other things? Because that can be awkward, too, I think, for some some people. is like, yes. we're so happy to see you. And other people, 
you know who your friends are. Do you know what I mean? Like in crisis? Yeah. Some people, people have come out of the woodwork and made me question things, but it's all been out of love and support. So yeah. I, I don't want to turn any of that down. Um, but all the so you think people, they kind of knew a little bit when it first started because mm-hmm. um, they're like my family. Yep. Even though we don't see each other all the time, I feel very connected to them and I, I trust them and I can tell them anything. So when it did start, I did reach out to them. Um, but I don't think they ever realized it would take me down that road. Right. Um, but I do plan on seeing them. I think we have a reunion June 11th. Yes. Uh, so I'm so excited to see all of them and their love and support through my videos have been nothing but just, they're so sweet. They're amazing. And I can't wait to see them and just have a reunion with them. Well, and I think everyone's just happy to see you happy and healthy and, you know, and that's amazing. That's seriously so sweet. I can't thank anybody enough. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your story. Cause I, and you guys, just so you know, I asked Carrington at the beginning, I was like, is there anything that's off the table? And she said, no. And I said, if you feel uncomfortable, let me know. And she didn't. So uh, no, but I think that it's incredibly, (laughs) it's, it's so hard to share so much when you've been through something and you think, is someone going to judge me or whatever else? Right. But I I really hope, you know, especially I I always try and pass. I'm like, I wish everyone could just see my DMS of like how many people love you and support you. So sweet. Yeah. So I hope you guys reach out to Carrington and just let her know how much you guys adore her too, because it shouldn't always be filtered through me. It's, you know, (laughs) go directly to the person because it's even better. The message is even better. It makes someone's day. So, so where can everyone, first of all, find all these YouTube videos. I mean, I know where they are, but (laughs) let everyone else know and where they can follow you, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Yes. So our YouTube channel is Carrington and Drew, right? Thumbs up <laughs> like, to that. Yeah, yeah that's what it's Drew. called. <laughs> and our, uh, my Instagram is Carrington Taylor. I had a Twitter trying to reactivate it. So if anyone's messaged me on there, I haven't really been on there. So I can try to restart that up. Yeah, I think it's at Carrington because you're one of the cool people that has like just your name. <laughs> <laughs> Spelled all weird and yeah, all That's different. amazing. Yeah. yeah, you're one of the few people that you don't even need your last name because oh, you're just like Cher or <laughs> Madonna. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, Instagram's Carrington Taylor and that's all really I have. That's good. Yeah. Facebook's kind of a, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's there. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. there. Uh-huh. Well, thank you so much. We love thank having you, you here. It's I been know. amazing. Seriously. I know. And just thank you for saying yes, because I just think that even more doors are going to open for you. Thank you. All thank right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, you guys, we have so much going on. Uh, not only did I go to see So You Think You Can Dance to the point, I'm now headed to World of Dance because there's an event tonight. So look for more on my Twitter account tomorrow at Kristen Burt. And for all of the latest dance news, check out dancenetwork.tv. And next week's guest, this is for Hamilton fans. Yes, we have the choreographer, national tour, Derek Mitchell. Come on back. Be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.